Um, they've they've looked good. They've looked really good. Um, just just the the most important thing that I'm I'm happy about is just they show up every single day to work hard, show up every day to learn, um, and then just the physical side of things. At that position, you got to be extremely physical. You know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, you know, guys got stronger in the off season, and and um, we're we're handling it the right way, and and guys are competing at a high level. You know, Eric Gray's done a, a unbelievable job every single day. Um, and, and so is Javante. Javante's come along every single day. For a young guy, you want him to continue to go that way. And you know he hadn't been hadn't been stagnant at all. And obviously we're throwing a bunch at him, and he should still be in high school. But he's handling it the right way. But um, the the whole group itself, collectively, I'm extremely impressed. At first, I was like, "Who's that?" 55-year-old coach uh, talking about. Dang, DeMarco sounds old. Doesn't Mm. he? Like, not in a bad way, in a good way. Uh, Yeah, I don't think, yeah, you can't. You can't turn it around now. Um, I we haven't really heard him talk a whole lot. To the Muleshoe didn't really let assistants talk, correct? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Last time we heard from old Demarco is like 2010. Well, <laughs> he was actually on the huddle last Thursday. Yeah, he was. He was one of the yeah. guests on there. Um, sounds good. Sounds great as a running backs coach. He does. Sounds ready to go. He is. Uh, he's got a, a very deliberate. Uh, way that he speaks and I like it uh and I've liked some of the things that he he said you know we asked him on the huddle about like what's the preferred rotation and does that factor into recruiting about like having a two-back system or or whatever and you know and he didn't make too much of it basically like if if your number one stays fresh all the time, that's who you're going to go with. But you're obviously going to rotate guys through. I mean, at every level, you're going to have multiple guys carry the ball. And, you know, if he's got multiple guys that are capable, that are right there neck and neck, he'll play play both. He'll go with the hot hand. Uh, you know, he he said that it's, it's going to be on him to decide who's getting the carries. And, yeah, he, he had some good things to say uh, about really yeah. all of the backs, which I don't expect him to – to start ripping guys left and right, but I think that they've had pretty good uh, reasons to think good about the back so far. Like I don't think that that's one of the the parts of the team that is lagging behind. That's uh, that's interesting. Is he going to go with a you know du- dual back approach? Is he going to go for you know just like one main ball carrier? I guess it kind of feels like he played both roles at times at OU. In 08, he was the number one back, but he was definitely splitting reps with Chris Brown. Both those guys were 1,000-yard rushers. But I feel like at the end of the year, man, um, especially in like 2010, that he was like he was their dude. They, they were handing him the ball. They were throwing him the ball out of the backfield a ton. So he's kind of – he saw both sides of that as a running back. And then, of yeah. course, in the NFL with the, the Cowboys, he was definitely the, uh, the lead dog there. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I don't, I don't know – Obviously, I have no preference. If I got a preference, I <laughs> if you can just have one dude and he looks like AD back there, that's the well, I'll take that one, please. What, what I was about to say is, I I don't care what they do as long as they get the most production. If it doesn't matter in recruiting, like three backs, let's go. You know, like if you got three backs that can all shoulder the load and stay fresh throughout all four quarters of a game and you don't have 
drop off and and like they're not specialized in different aspects to where like if you got a thumper that you know the defense is expecting between the tackles and if your other guy comes in he's well he's the back that blocks well and gets out and runs routes well like that's how people really start to dial in on some of your tendencies like if you have three guys that are all really similar and can do all things well and it doesn't tip the defense off one way or the other. I'm play three, play ten. I, I do like the dynamic of having a closer in the fourth quarter, man. Now, not every team has yeah, that luxury, um, and you got to find a guy that fits that role, and you know, a couple guys in front of him that are maybe a little bit more dynamic. I mean, it really takes a special situation to be able to have that type of dude. But like when you have that, when you have a Trey Sermon that can be the closer, man, that's mm. that's big time, man. That is that's awesome. Yeah, it's. It's not a good feeling on the defense whenever you're down two touchdowns. It's late. You know they're going to be running it. You have to get a stop. You know, you're, you're 65, 75 plays in already, and here trots out the totally fresh, clean-jerseyed, 235-pound running back. Like That is not what you're looking for. No, not at all. <laughs> all right, you got to pick it for the group. Uh, do you want to hear DeMarco on Javante Barnes, or would you like to hear DeMarco on the up-tempo offense that uh, Jeff Levy's going to run? Uh, Choose wisely here. Let's go with up-tempo. Oh, I don't know. I think you might get slammed for that one. Why? Well, that's that's a good point. Up tempo offense, you you might have to use multiple running backs. Even if you have one dude yeah. that stands out above the rest, if you're going to go up tempo, then yeah, you're going to have to play multiple guys. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested. How much you, do you think we see much up tempo in the spring football game? Uh, yeah, I think we do see a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Okay. I mean, it's 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 a change, and you got to run it as much as possible. I think they'll at least show it to us. Or do you think, oh, they're not going to show nothing till Texas? I think that's what they're going to say. I don't know if you saw me leaning into the mic, but I was about to do the ex- say the exact same oh, yeah. thing. Nice, God, nicely done. Buddy. Well, I I don't know. Is it the Beat Texas? The is it the Texas game this year, or is it the Nebraska game? I ain't going to show nothing till Nebraska anyway. Uh, Kent State. I guarantee you I will hear that in the stands. Game one or game two this year. 100%. Come on, let's see something uh, uh, creative out there. Well, hell, ain't going to show nothing until Texas. <laughs> yeah, yes. it happens every year, man. <laughs> it's one of my favorite traditions. Uh, uh, you know, one of the things about Lincoln is we did see stuff creative – Almost every game, there was some type of wrinkle, right? Some type of reverse pass or... Three consecutive passes after a 45-yard yeah. run and having to punt it away. Yeah, that was, a, that was a nice wrinkle. gadget stuff, and I don't know how much of that type of stuff Lebby is going to do, but, you know, a, a lot of what they do is, I mean, it is, it's straightforward. It's not creative nonsense. Like, 
I guess not all creative stuff is nonsense, but like we're going with what makes sense. If the numbers are right in the box, we're running it. If the numbers aren't right in the box, we're throwing the the RPO. If we got the matchup we want on the outside, we're throwing the go ball. It's all like, I like that. It's all data driven and like there's a reason behind it all. It's not just a oh well, we got to get this guy a couple more touches. Let's put a reverse in for him. Or trying to put your own stamp on the game and being the smartest guy, Ooh. looking like the smartest guy in the room. Uh, text line: who, What was the best two back combo at OU? Uh, recently, Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan pretty good, if I do say so myself. Yeah, pretty good, really good. Um, gosh, if you go back a long time, there's been a ton of really good running back duos. Mixon and Perini, though, like recently, that's that's tough to beat. It's really now tough we to only beat. saw it for God. Did we only see it for like one game, really? But that Alan Patrick Adrian Peterson duo mm. that they had was uh, pretty sweet as well. Yeah, lined him up in the backfield at the same time. Alan Patrick mm. was a uh, was a really good football player. Yeah, uh, you know they've always had a, a a couple of guys that are obviously really capable, but. The the Perini and Mixon deal was was great because you got this feeling that oh well P Ryan is the guy they're gonna you know pound it with Mixon's the gadget guy and you know spread you know lined up at wide receiver guy but dude he was also huge too yes, so he was. it's not like oh yeah he was any type of scat back that dude was I mean if you told me he was two hundred thirty pounds I'd believe you I don't know what he Start actually running was. back on a team that was in the uh, Super Bowl this year I yeah I'd, I'd say he's he's yeah, you know pretty close to every down back for them right yeah there's Still a good enough Cincinnati. duo at OU they figured they'd go ahead and uh, recapture it there at Cincinnati yeah yeah pretty good hey we were making fun of the USC story not making fun of the story but you know just kind of laughing at Oregon using the negative recruiting against Muleshoe that he was scared to go to the SEC there's a story out there. If you had to guess, though, how teams are negatively recruiting against OU, what would you say? Are you are they using hmm. the same tactics as they've been using the past, you know, four or five years or so? Can't play defense there. Can't get over the hump. No, they're probably saying, uh, well, their head coach has never been a head coach before. That's I yes, yeah, <laughs> the same line as the national media. That's well, because right. if they say, well, they don't play defense there. Any recruit worth anything is going to say, yeah, but they just brought in the who's been statistically the best defensive coordinator college football over the last, you know, eight plus years. So that really doesn't fit. Um, like, what are you going to say offensively? You're going to say that, I guess, like, the thing is, well, they don't put players in the league on defense, but you go back to the Venables higher and, like, that's not a really good approach. Um, they're going to the SEC. Do you really want to go into the SEC and see how you stack up against the best? Well, that's not a very good approach either. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know what you go with. Coach Venables is claiming that he's uh, he's trying to develop players holistically all the way, top to bottom. Like that's not a really a, a, a negative that you really you don't want to go there and get a suit. Who wants a free suit? Now, the one negative thing is nil. Mm, it's true. 
that's about it. And, you know, I, I think OU's gearing up for that, but right, uh, that is – that's not going to be the the number one factor for any of the guys that they go yeah, after. And I, yeah, I was about to say, I think OU's fine with that, honestly. Like, if you want to negatively pitch, you know, someone about NIL opportunities, do you think I'm right in saying that I think OU kind of sorts that process out pretty early with, with recruits? Like, if, if that's what your – if that's what your intention is in this game, they filter you out pretty quickly. I think I, so. I feel like they don't waste a lot of time with that. It's like, okay, this is your main focus, then yeah. you, you probably need to go somewhere else. If honestly. it's a recruit's main focus, then I we're not even talking about what what really matters here. We're we're engaged in a bidding war, right? And I don't think Oklahoma wants anything to do with that. And cue the the text and the people that think, well, they're going to have to if they want to win. Totally disagree. I I mean, Nick Saban is out front today saying how the NIL is basically ruining college football. Dabo just did the same thing two days ago, and they're doing just fine. They're doing a whole hell of a lot better than Texas A&M, who's all in on it right now. Now, here's the thing. Nick Saban can go out and say NIL is going to ruin college football. And like, what are you going to say to that as a negative recruiting pitch if you're talking to a five-star defensive lineman? Are you going to say, well, Nick Saban don't, you know, Nick Saban's already done enough where it doesn't even matter what he says, right? And I think Dabo, to a certain degree, has some of that because he's won a couple of of recent championships. But it would not do Venables well to go out and make a bunch of grand statements about how NIL's and sure. transfer portal's going to ruin college football. But I do think Jimbo guys like Jimbo, they wish that they could operate the same way as Nick Saban. I, I bet deep down, whether he'd admit it or not, he'd say, I wish I could operate in a program where I didn't have to really push NIL, but if I want any chance at all to get the best recruiting class and to win a lot of games, like this is my way to do it. I don't think he necessarily fully believes in it. It's just what he has to do to get over the edge at, at a school like A&M. There is, there is nobody in college football that wants to deal with the NIL stuff. Um, you know, They will because it's the landscape and it's just what you got to do right now. And... You know, I, I guess there's there's probably some schools out there that say, "Hey, this is great. This could be an advantage for us." But those are few and far between. I mean, every every everyone else like there's enough headaches going on right now with college football. The last thing like anyone wanted to deal with is re-recruiting their same players over and over and over about yeah, no transfer way. portal stuff and you know high school kids asking about 2 million dollar NIL deals like what do you got lined up for me for NIL uh, agreements whenever I get there like no one wants to deal with that yeah. crap uh, by the way, uh, a lot of people texted in their best OU running back combo. Uh, Kenny King, Billy Sims, the overall mm, winner, judging go. by the text line. There you go. I will uh, not disagree with that one. Yeah, I'm not going to either. Not going to either. Doesn't mean the rest aren't good, but I'll I'll take everyone's We even got a, uh, a Quentin Griffin and Ronaldo Works in there. 
Ronaldo works. Not bad. Save the uh, 2002 Alabama game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, two Alabama. That's that's exactly right. You know, he had a bunch of he had a bunch of touchdowns and uh, his true freshman year used him a he de- bunch. He's definitely an underrated player. Yeah. I mean, not it just that just tends to happen when you know, you got a legitimate running back playing at a school like this every single year. Yep. All right, uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Cavens Construction bringing you hour number two of The Rush. Cavens offers remodeling, roofing, water restoration, facility maintenance, and emergency repairs. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma and can help take the ease off of your staff by fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Cavens, 405-573-3048. Give them a call in Tulsa as well, 918-282-7612. Baker Mayfield on a podcast this Mm. week says, Last year was tough, especially with social media. Didn't say that I got caught up in all the like negativity and stuff uh, during the year last year. Um, postseason, I when I got my sur- surgery, was out in California. My marketing agent's out there. Um, had him grab all my social media, change all the passwords, delete it off my phone. And it was like it was cute at a high school stage of like uh, Baker Mayfield will never get a scholarship, will never be able to make it in college. Then when it gets to the point where it's it's on a national television thing, then you get you get households talking about it. You get a bunch of people. It's just all negativity, and if I'm constantly reading that, I start to think about that in my own head. 100%. Like, why am I doing 100%. that? That's how the brain why works. Why am I doing it? It's, it's like a subconscious, you know. You're wiring your brain to think that way. And there's right? no control over it. A right? lot of interesting comments from Baker via this podcast. What did you, what'd you make of the guy that's definitely in limbo right now? Um, yeah, I, I think that there's really no reason for him to be on social media. At all. Um, nothing good is going to come nothing. of a starting quarterback being on social media like that. Here's the thing, man. You All you do is give everyone in the world an opportunity to, to have a chance directly to you to say negative things. Like, you don't need – like, a lot of people might want it to, like – post stuff for attention there's you can get as much attention as you want as an NFL quarterback you you're not looking for attention it's giving everyone else an avenue at you to to change your behavior and 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 try and dig at you like there's there's no reason for it yeah is some group out there willing to pay you for your tweets sure is ultimately is that worth your peace of mind? Ah, no chance. Is that worth like your your mental health? Is it worth like maybe your confidence and your play struggling because you're thinking about what everyone is is saying and writing about you? No, absolutely no reason. Ditch it. Get rid of it. The best thing that could ever happen would be to delete every single one of his social media accounts. Doesn't need him at all. He knows who his friends are. And as you gain new friends, 
you can have direct access to those people. You don't you don't need social media. Uh, Albert Breer was saying, I think it was today, that the, one of the things that Baker could do is just start showing up to the workouts. You know, that would be really awkward, but just start showing up to the workouts and you know, they might be forced to just say, "All right, it's 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 weird, it's awkward. We just got to get rid of this guy. Let's let's make a move on him." Yeah, the problem for the Browns is I everyone kind of knows the situation. They know they've got a quarterback. They know that the Browns aren't going to keep Baker Mayfield around. So what does that mean? It means he's got no trade value. Nope. Right? So I I don't know what exactly is going to have to happen. Like they may they may just have to pay him and cut him. Right? I I don't know how exactly that works. I believe that portion of his contract is guaranteed. Is it not? I believe so. I'm sure they're you know banking or praying on something happening draft night and just getting some sort of asset from him. But I think you're right, man. Um, everyone sees that they're in a huge position of weakness right now. And I don't think anyone's going to let him off the hook. Right? Like, there's there's a team or two that want Baker Mayfield, but if you don't have to give up any assets for it, then then why would you? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it, it's an interesting predicament that they've they've gotten themselves with. Um, I I don't know. I don't know where ultimately he's going to end up. I don't know what teams out there value him uh, I still believe it's going to be a I, I think a place like Houston makes sense he's got a one-year contract and he's a unrestricted free agent after that like if you could anyway position yourself for a trade bring him on maybe bridge the gap until you can either take a quarterback that you like next year or if you take one this year he can be your starter until that rookie you feel like is is ready to go. I I feel like that is kind of where he's headed right now, um, but he'll have that opportunity to prove it. problem himself. with Houston, though, is Davis Mills was just good enough for Houston to say, all right, like we don't – I'm sure they're thinking like, all right, we, if we had to guess, we don't think he's going to be our you know future guy, but – I mean, there was at least enough there to, you know, we don't have to win next year anyway. Let, let's just take a year to see. What's the, you know, it, if he plays well, then we have our guy for the future. If he doesn't, well, we can draft Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or someone like that early on. So I, I don't, I don't know the likelihood of Houston. I, I, I'm thinking it still might be Seattle. Yeah, but Seattle um, might take a quarterback in in the first round this year. Yeah, which they could still get Baker Mayfield theoretically on a one-year deal and still bring someone in, but is that – do they want to play their guy right away? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it all depends on on how draft night goes. Like, if those teams that are looking to, to pick up a first-round quarterback and try and build around it, maybe they go that route. But if they're looking at these guys and saying, yeah, we like them, but, man, we like the crop next year a little bit better – and maybe you know, maybe they're not thinking that. I, the fact is, I just I don't know. I, I have no idea where he might go. I really don't. I just hope he's a starter somewhere. Yeah. Especially if you're going to get uh, the money that these quarterbacks are getting right now, like Derek Carr's extension today. You don't have to be an elite quarterback to make a whole lot of money in this league. Did you see who's set to make the most money? Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he would make the most money this year out of any quarterback. Well, the, like the that. top five are guys that. 
you know, you would not they're not the top five best players. It's like golf, yeah. Tannehill. So one is Tannehill. Tannehill will make forty million dollars next year, Whew. forty and a half. Uh Mahomes will make thirty nine point nine. He's at number two. Garoppolo will make thirty six point seven. And yeah, Jared Goff and Detroit will make thirty five point one. That's your top four. Golly. Man. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. But it's, it's going to continue to go up, up, up. That's how this thing works. It, do you do you have a preference, an idea where he ends oh, up? Oh, Pittsburgh would be amazing. Are you kidding me? He goes to, to Pittsburgh and they win the division next year? Yes, please. I, I think Pittsburgh would fit him well, but I, I have no idea what Pittsburgh's – like how they view him. I mean, I know that like, there's been a bunch of people throwing that out there, but has anyone with any connections at all no. with the Steelers no, mentioned it's, anything about it's, Baker Mayfield? It, no, the only mention is Baker to Pittsburgh because it would be awesome. Right. It would be hilarious. I mean, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Is I, I don't. I mean, I know, but I, that would be awesome. Sign me up. I yeah. like the Steelers. I I really do. Um, oh God, I know you pick them to go to the Super Bowl every single year. Yeah, hadn't happened in a while. I've I pick most of the thirty two teams to go it's, to the Super Bowl. No, it's Steelers and Packers pretty much every single year, or Patriots and Packers. Steelers, Packers, Patriots. Those are the three that you've picked the past uh, eight years. Anyone else? There's got to be someone no, else. Rams. No, no, I think that's it. Uh, big news of the day: XFL just announced the league's eight head coaches for 2023. Bob Stoops, Wade Phillips, Terrell Buckley, Heinz Ward, Rod Woodson. Uh, Jim Hazlitt, to, to kind of name a, a decent number of the list there. Um, I don't know why Wade Phillips makes me laugh that he's in the <laughs> XFL, but but Bob Stoops is the uh, headliner there. And as we said earlier to start off the show, perfect gig for him right now, man. Oh, yeah. Perfect gig. Yep, totally agree. Totally agree. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit a couple things that caught my eye next. Your statewide home for Sooner fans is the Ref Sports Radio Network. 1400 AM and 99.3 FM in Norman, 94.7 FM in Oklahoma City, 1430 AM in Tulsa, and 97.3 FM in Weatherford. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 708-7707. An energy savings agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. 
You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. If you're selling your home, don't list with the MLS. That system made sense 25 years ago when people were still using a phone book. The best way to sell your home today is by using fsbohomes.com. Most homes on fsbohomes.com sell faster than the market average for more than the appraised value and without an agent on the listing or buying side, saving you up to 6% of your home's price in needless commissions. So don't waste all your money on agents. Sell your home using fsbohomes.com. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. The law firm of Ward & Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward & Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward & Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And TJ Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. You know where I ate last night down here? Actually, I got DoorDash. You know where I got it from? Wild Peckers. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> what Did the heck is that? Wild Peckers? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Sure enough, there's a place called Wild Peckers that's not far from here. I want to I want to Google that, but I'm not I'm not sure I need to. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that showing up on the uh, credit card bill. My wife going, hey, hang on a second here. <laughs> T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. It is the rush on the ref. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Store number one is. First of all, quick shout out to our friends at Roof Tech. Josh Tucker, former teammate of mine, runs the operation over there. Been in business a long time. Whether it's just a quick repair, full on roof replacement, the guys at Roof Tech can take care of you. Uh, by the way, first, I did a quick little investigation into Baker Mayfield's contract. Here's the details. <laughs> Cleveland picked up the fifth-year option on his contract, right? Now, by picking up that fifth-year option on his contract, it guaranteed his full $18 million that he's due for this coming season. $18 million cap hit, um, and it's fully guaranteed. So if they cut him, they have to pay him the full $18 million. If they trade him, they get to free up $18 million off his 
or off their uh, salary cap. Um, one of the likely scenarios is that they pay him like a portion of it, like ten million, cut him, trade him, or or pay him ten million and trade him, and that lightens the cap hit that the other team in the trade would uh, would accept. So a lot of that's going on. But the man's making eighteen million dollars this year, one way or the other. Yeah, so good for him. there's uh, a a year off of making eighteen million, maybe the uh, the best it. option. Uh, they caught the subway shooter at NYC. Yeah, they did. I, I saw some uh, past YouTube videos or some sort of videos that he's released, and uh, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> kind of opinionated, opinionated <laughs> dude. Yeah. Uh, glad they caught him. The interesting thing about that is, I guess, a, like a shop owner or something saw him and like called the police and led to the arrest. Number one, hope he gets his $50,000. Number two, he held his own impromptu press conference right there on the street, and it was, uh, it was pretty interesting, pretty funny. Um, I saw this, a list of, I don't know who put this together, but uh, 100 greatest college linebackers of all time, Dick Buckus, number one, Brian Bosworth, OU, number two, Derek Thomas, Alabama number three. I thought that was pretty interesting and and kind of wondered. I don't what disagree people with any of those, man. Thought of that list. Lavar Arrington was four. Derek Brooks was five. Uh, one of the recent guys, uh, Luke Keekley, was number six. Um, AJ Hawk uh, right there in the top ten too. Lawrence Taylor number nine. I thought that was a, a pretty interesting little list there. Um, uh, I had one more. What the heck was it? Do you have anything? I've got like four of them. Yeah, throw one out there while I've. Uh, find my what my other one was uh first uh crispy cream donuts is doing something really cool uh, on wednesdays from april 13th through april 14th so i guess it starts today crispy cream will drop the price of a dozen original glazed donuts to match the u.s national average cost for a gallon of regular gasoline yeah. i don't i don't know what a dozen donuts at crispy cream costs nowadays it's been a while since i've done that um, but you're looking about you know four four something for uh, a dozen donuts today at Krispy Kreme. That's a pretty cool deal. Not bad. I'll take that. I would totally do that. Need all twelve in about forty five minutes. I love Krispy Kreme donuts, and for some reason that take has become controversial. I don't know why people hate on Krispy Kreme. I think they're fantastic. Did they take a political stance on something? That's normally what it's all about. That is a possibility. Uh, next one I have. So Tennessee lost last night. They were they had a 23-game winning streak in college baseball, and it got snapped to Tennessee Tech in mm. the midweek. Wow. But that's not all here. They've had this uh, bat controversy this entire year. Yeah. They're using illegal bats. What they've well, got? Vanderbilt had them. Yeah, like they hit a home run, like first the first the batter yeah. of the game, and like it it got overturned, something like that, because illegal bats. So Tennessee, I, I guess they thought that they would make a point last night. They used wooden bats in their game against Tennessee Tech. Only scored uh, one run in that game. Lost to Tennessee Tech 3-1. to one. Win streak ends at 23. Uh, back to aluminum bats uh, <laughs> for the weekend series. My guess would be yes. Which, by the way, that reminds me of my other one. And I wanted to get your opinion on this. Um there's only been 23 perfect games ever thrown. Oh, yeah. Clayton Kershaw is perfect through seven innings, 80-pitch, perfect game going, and 
they pull him out. And I guess he was okay with being pulled out. Like it, I, I would have thrown a fit this late. I mean, not that he's going to retire like next year, but I mean, he's been in the league a while. I, I, I'm trying to chase it, dude. Help help me figure out what's going on there. Well, he's just on a pitch count is what it was. They don't want to stress his arm with too many pitches this early on in the season. That's that's what it is. But I, I think that we've become way too sensitive with that in, in baseball. Well, uh, throw it underhand up there for the next three innings and see what happens uh, before you come Henry out of the game. Henry Rowengartner on a Rookie of the Year got a strikeout throwing underhanded. Yeah. Last hitter of the game. Which, by the way, that remi- the Braves, did you see the guy take the – they put a position player in at the end of that game, and he got hit and went down. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Sunday's game between – listen to this one. Sunday's college softball game between Alabama and Florida, which mm. might be you know, the biggest Good rivalry one. going on in the sport right now, brought in more viewers than the K-Rod Sunday Night Baseball alternate broadcast. <laughs> the new K-Rod that they rolled out with Michael K and Alex yeah. Rodriguez, Manny Castile. Uh, Bama and Florida college softball got more viewers. Was that on SEC Network, or is, I'm guessing that's where it would have been? No, I, was that on just ESPN2? It may have just been on ESPN2. Well, I think like if they regularly put more of those type of softball games on, more people would start watching. I don't know why they don't do it. I'd rather watch college softball games in the evening than any one of their opinion shows. It's not, it's not close. Not even close. Not close. Uh, great news. Tiger King Joe Exotic says he will marry a former fellow inmate pending his divorce with current husband Dylan Passage. So this is good news. Um, Joe Exotic's going to get married again. Just want him happy. That's all. <laughs> um, I I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Um, congratulations, congratulations. I, I guess. think this one's gonna stick. I really do, man. You do? Yeah, I, I really think this one's. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think this isn't just a short term thing. I think that this. I think Joe just said yes to forever is what I think happened, <laughs> if you're really pushing me. Uh, last one, Coach O is at Notre Dame all weekend, or all week long, I should say. Um, he's brought his two boys up there to show them what Notre Dame looks like. And I guess he met with the media up there. He thinks that Marcus Freeman is going to win it all. He thinks by the time it's all said and done that Marcus Freeman's going to win a national championship at Notre Dame. Uh, which, uh, hey, I don't. I'm not going to say that that can't happen. I I like Marcus Freeman a lot. He's started off in a good spot. He's got some really good things going on with um um like recruiting the way it's it's kicked off for him. My question is, what is Coach O doing up there, and why is he holding a press like? There has to be something. To I, that. I don't know. I, I, he interviewed Marcus Freeman while he was at LSU. Uh, I guess he didn't give him the job. Uh, I, I I guess they're friends, and he's just like, hey, come up here. He addressed the team, talked to the team, so he's been around the program maybe all week he just, long during maybe. spring practice and showing his showing his boys around up there. I, I, I don't know. you got <laughs> nothing else better to do. He's good enough to win a national championship here at Notre Dame, but he wasn't good enough for me to hire I, I, him. Right, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yes, I love that. I love it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, coach O, are we going to see him back in college football? Uh, not again as a head coach, but we will see him as a position coach somewhere, I'm yeah. sure. And you know what? Um, I, 
just as a defensive line coach and as a recruiter, that is a heck a of hire. a hire for yep. someone, man. Even now, that's a heck of a hire. Yep. But it sounds like winning that title, man, really changed him. Yeah. You know, you get all that money and that fame and you start hitting at ladies at the gas hitting pump. Hitting up ladies at the gas station while you're running around town with your shirt off in Baton Rouge. <laughs> Happens to everyone. Driving a Hummer, right? You know what he drives? Uh, well, he did a Hummer commercial at <laughs> Ole Miss. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two. Cavis Construction bringing you hour number two of the rush on this Wednesday. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, emergency repairs. Cavins got you covered. Cavins Construction, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, give them a call, 918-282-7612. Cavins also a proud sponsor of the Diamond Envy podcast. You can find that podcast. Uh, I released an episode yesterday. You can find that in uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, let's get to the text line, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 651-3439. We need a Joe Exotic dating show, is what this says. Uh, I'm sure it's in the works. Was that not basically what the entire Netflix series was? Yeah, kind of. Now that mm-hmm. Yes, now that you mention it, sure. That's pretty much what it was. Man, we played some good drops today. This is a good drop day for us. Yeah. Uh, tried drugs is not the right term there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a one-time thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. The, you're not fooling anyone with the I've, I've tried drugs. The other station just found out that Bob Stoops is going to the XFL, SMH. Too busy talking about what poker game they're playing. Nice. Uh, no, it's going to be um, – it's NBA, right? Playoffs are here. Let's let's do a deep dive into the NBA playoffs. Oh, can the Nets win it all, guys? What do you think? <laughs> can they? <laughs> I don't know. They haven't got it together all year. Is this their chance? That's riveting. <laughs> I don't even know if the Nets are in the playoffs. Are they? Uh, I think they were in the play-in game, right? I, I don't know. No one else cares. <laughs> I mean... Whatever. Did we just hear Teddy snort laughing at the Joe Exotic uh, marriage Uh, clip? Yes. Yes, probably so. I do know that a dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts are cheaper than going to the OU spring game. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you listening to the top 100 linebackers of all time, by the way? Uh, Or are you going to be humble and say, well, I didn't look. I got tunnel vision. No, it was – Top 100, not top 10,000 of all time. Uh, oh, were you looking I will at say that? This, though. Were you look at that big game boomer account? Oh, yeah. Teddy, don't do that. What is that? Is that no one? I what? mean, it's just, just don't do that. Okay. 
I don't know. I just That's saw not it come a, across okay. the timeline. The list, I'm sure, is like it's not like a credible source out. It just oh, I thought it was like one of those people like re putting it out there. No, it's like create their it's like uh, loudest stadium environments, and it's oh. So yeah. you're telling me that that was just someone did it? Like, yeah, ah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You don't think you'd be in the top 100? By the way, no. Yeah, probably not. No, no way. Uh, well, I will say that if that was an OU guy, um, he needs to have George Cumbie way higher than where he was listed on there. George Cumbie or Brian Bosworth? Who's ranked higher? I know Br- Bos was in, work ranked in, higher there, but I'm talking about my your, opinion? your social media graphic rankings. Oh, it's so hard to say, and I hate saying it because you feel like you're disparaging one or the other, but... George Cumbie, I would I would probably there's I don't know there's such different players. Um, hmm, it's tough. I think I think George Cumbie would probably be my pick. I don't but, think it, I don't think anyone's gonna have an issue with that. Uh, but the Boz was just like such a huge personality and way bigger, um, which you know is. Especially during that era was was a really nice thing to have a inside backer that weighed two hundred and fifty pounds. So George Cumbie though is unbelievable. Channel four just said twenty percent chance of rain on four twenty three. Love it. I mean it's still way up in the air, ten days away, anything could happen, but I think our chances are going down, right? So it was like at twenty five yesterday. I think it was 30-something oh, last was time it? you mentioned it. Look, look, we're trending in the right dir- direction. 20% chance of rain ain't I, bad. I think we're all – well, not all. I think there's a lot of us convinced that BV's going to win a national championship, but if they get perfect weather on the spring game, then meant to be. we will know that it was meant to be. Meant to I be. Mean, what's a better sign than that? Uh, a better sign than that is if we get rain all day and a cold north breeze and because Coach Venable says – it doesn't matter what the weather is. It doesn't matter where the sun is in the sky whenever we kick it off. Um, you show up. So if we have – He was talking to you, by the way, yeah. no one else. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be in the press box, though. It doesn't bother me. Um, he, if, if we have a bad weather day and still have 50,000 people there, I think that is, would be like an amazing statement. So hopefully it's beautiful, though. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. we got the final hour next. <laughs> 